are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. They say the gods made us in their image. We think of this as a blessing. We think of ourselves as mighty and just, a mirror of the splendor we see in them. Not once do we consider the evils we inherited from them too. Welcome listeners to the Facades of Gods. With me tonight, I have... I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara, formerly Harris, formerly Pascal. My name is Bianca Zelda, and I will be playing Jada Jacques. My name is Ethan Schaff, and I'm performing as Clarence Bertram. And I am Kyle, your master of fate tonight. Last we left our trio in curiosity on the street. The building they entered, not a crowd to meet, but a man in mauve specs, fitted like a thief, readying a cart of tools made brief. Clarence approached and made quite clear why he, Giselle, and Jado were here. Eight, he proclaimed, was the moniker he took, the trio he led, they cautious of a rook. Our dear trio, learning and in awe, unsettling disturbances up and down the hall. To drop off the package, and to Jada's dismay, her weapon withheld by this man-shaped quay. A ballet of form and furious might ended only in frustration, a stalemated fight. Now to Jack they take this curious gift, wishing quick end to their time here adrift. Okay, um, yeah, you you all remember what just happened? We it were was, there. It was, you were there. It happened. Lots of real quick actions happened, and Clarence stepped in, and yeah. So, uh, you are between a, a rock-solid man. He's just, yeah, he's solid. That's and a door. Rock. A very ominous door. And a person named Jack? Probably. That's the name he mentioned. Well, I guess since everyone else is hesitant, I will continue making my way towards the door. You go towards the door, package still in hand. You open it, and the light inside is a little dimmer, so it takes a moment for your eyes to adjust. But it looks like the floor of a warehouse that's been cleared out but also smaller in scale, so it's not like you're having to walk a football field across to get to the other side. But you see four other people. Three of them are adorned similarly to eight, and behind them is a man sitting on a crate. You get closer, and the three that are closest to you, two women and a man, and they are similarly numbered, as six, five, and nine. The man behind them on the crate is unnumbered. He wears a very clean gray suit, no tie, 
top few buttons of uh, silk pink button down or undone and you can see that he's got some ink uh, on his chest and his hands and he's sitting back pretty relaxed and he stares at you with these piercing green eyes the one marked five approaches you and looks down at the box they look over at eight and did the other uh, Giselle and uh, Jada enter the room as well? Yes. Yes, we okay. do. I wasn't sure because Jada was still hesitant about actually going in. So I do so grudgingly with my arms very crossed, very tightly. Okay, <laughs> it's all right. I mean, you still have most of your gun. <laughs> the important part that helps it shoot. <laughs> This isn't clearance, this is just Ethan. Don't worry, you still have your taser. <laughs> I know, I was looking at my inventory. I also have some mysterious goo uh, substance and a test tube I can throw. <laughs> sure, <laughs> why not? I have a bent knife, so there we go. Yeah, you do. Weird thing to brag about, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so five is there in front of you, and they're just putting on this intimidating act you've seen this a hundred times from the goons that tend to surround lloyd you know they're not the person in charge if the numbers weren't any more clear obviously the man behind them is and you hear him call out eight who are these people don't we uh don't we have a package that we're waiting on the way that you all are situated it's actually between the the package is uh kind of being blocked by five so he doesn't actually see it yet and eight approaches him he walks straight by you and leans over whispers in his ear and uh forgive me uh <laughs> you seem to have caused at a disadvantage we were expecting someone else you have what i need though yes yeah, sorry about that. Um, we just had to return a favor, and so this was asked of us, so I'm assuming this box, and I kind of, like, put it up, not necessarily shaking it, but kind of gesturing at it, that this is what you're expecting. Um, we just figured this was the place to meet up and drop this off, sir. Mm. I'm Jack. And you are? Uh, you, you can call me Bertram. Bertram? And he stands up, walks over, and he's not looking at you, but he also whispers in your ear. And who are they? They're, uh, some associates of mine. <laughs> oh, don't be so rude, please. Introduce me. Um, the, the one in the dress is a, a one Miss Giselle and the stern, angry-looking one is uh, uh, Ms. Jax. He clasps your shoulder. Hmm, Bertram. You seem like an amicable fellow. The package, please. Yeah, I give it to him. Just lightly handed over to him you see him take it back over to the crate and 
you can't really see exactly what he's doing, but it looks like he has it open. And he's pulling out things in it. They are odd assortments and very different shapes of rods and things, much like what you saw on that tray that Eight had. And you can see that Eight actually is now coming up to his side, and he has the jeweler's eyeglass, and he has the probes, and he has the... Oh, he has one of those bottles, those white unmarked bottles. And you can tell that, well, they're testing something. They're they're testing product. That's usually how this goes. Seems like everything's here. Thank you. However, since we were expecting someone else, there's a small problem. I reach out and grab... Grab, lightly rest a hand on Jada's like upper arm, her bicep. Like, don't, don't. <laughs> it's flexed. <laughs> you brought this here. We needed Kaito. We needed him here. Unfortunately, I can't let you all leave just yet. I'm leaning forward. <laughs> Not walking forward. <laughs> Trying to hold you back. <laughs> Not like full on, but like, hey, gentle touch. Don't do not do it, man. Don't I, do it. Yeah, and I, I kind of obviously have my... I, I kind of quickly just try to put up a little hand to stop her as well or just kind of wave her just to give me a second. Um, and I just say to, to Jack, Oh, um... I wasn't aware that that was part of the prior arrangement you had. Uh, Kaito was actually very awfully busy at his place, so we, you know, were obliged to help him out and help you out in the process. Mm. Unfortunately, his busyness is not my problem. He may have foisted this on you, which now makes this your problem. But I don't see any reason there needs to be a problem here. Do you? Absolutely not. No. No, 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 no. no. How about you two? Any problems? I quickly turn around to them and I'm just giving them the big old, like, big old eyes to like, we we cool? Just be cool. Be cool. (laughs) I'll lock eyes with Clarence. I don't know, Clarence. Do we have a problem? didn't want my first name out in the open. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, my eyes get even wider. And I just say, no, no, no problem. (laughs) Um, I'll turn away. No, sorry, no problem at all. I turn back to Jack. There, see, no, no problem. Good, good. Then since there's no problem, we, we want to let you go peacefully on about your day. We really do. It's very kind of you. However, I needed an offering from Kaito. Either you are his offering to me, or maybe you all can offer something me in in place. And uh, when you say offering, can you elaborate a little bit more? Well... 
Kaito. He owed a lot. My friend over there points to Nine. She was going to take one of his hands. I see. But since he's not here, and you all have plenty of hands, maybe you, you you don't need one anymore? I don't know, Clarence. Do we need our hands? <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> um, what about a toe? What? What a... I'm talking about me. Talking I about know, me. but still... <laughs> I'm trying to joke myself out of the situation, okay? How about a toe? Well, I don't think you're exactly like Mr. Kaito. See, he has a knack for gaining something like that back in short order. You don't need to give me one of your hands. However, I need something, some token. See, you are well within our territory if we are to provide you further safe passage. Something of exchange need be given. I start scratching my itchy arm. Um. <laughs> Sorry, that, that image just, to me, looks like you're scratching your armpit because of where it is. Right. <laughs> just, yep. <laughs> casual yeah pretty chill question jack what sort of work do you do well i work maintaining the order around here protection in so many words i look at jada kind of i'm keeping an ear out to see what clarence comes up with first i'm still biting my tongue and maybe holding my breath um but i will whisper out a breath to you He's a slumlord, is what that means. Since you're, again, whispering back and forth, right, as Clarence is clearly thinking, he needs an offering. You like making deals. Work for him for a little bit. Where has that got us? I, I'm i real stressed at all this. I, I Making a deal with this person? We're going to lose all of our hands. I'm in no position to step up right now. I want my gun back. That's all I'm focused on. Let Clarence deal with these criminals. It's his kind anyways. All right. <laughs> While they're mumbling to themselves. Um, yeah, I, I suppose in the situation with Kaito, he probably would be able to uh, get a hand back from, from what I've seen of this place. How about a negotiation of sorts? Is there anything that's not necessarily going to be you know, obviously it needs to be something that's dear to me, but uh, did you have anything in particular in mind that you were thinking of? What's your inheritance? I actually chuckle at that a little bit. Um, well, I have an apartment on Fleet Street and uh, a saxophone. So... Jack turns to nine and then looks at eight and he just laughs. <laughs> oh, Clarence, that is very funny. Don't play coy with me. Your inheritance. 
Who do you come from? I, 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 I come from my dad. Clarence, my patience wears thin. What about you, Miss... Miss Giselle? Your inheritance? I have several names. You have many names? Interesting inheritance. Who do you come from? Uh, my... My parents were from Queens. Oh, shit, I don't even remember her maiden name. <laughs> ah! Oh. I have her written down somewhere. Probably Harris for Pascal. Yeah. Pascal was her first husband, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can make it up right now. Just write it down. I don't, I, I don't think you've ever mentioned it, but I don't know. No, you didn't. I know, but it was a specifically picked name. That's why I... Uh, uh, you know, I, I think I will go with that, though. We'll just say Pascal's. You all found your way down here recently, didn't you? Fortunately. Hmm. You know, it's been a while since I've seen someone from outside of town. Maybe we can help each other. You all are trying to get back topside, yes? Yes. Uh, that's the that's the end goal. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, I may need you all to continue playing the courier. The station that you all came in, do you remember where it was? I have a loose idea of where it is, yeah. We have a driver. Grand. I need you to drop something off in the station manager's office. That's all. We can call everything square, and you all will leave here unharmed. Now for some... Not that I'm questioning your methods... What are the insurances? Do we need to, uh, you know, sign off with the station manager when we drop it off? Or are we just, and I, I kind of just coyly or subtly put it, just leave it there? We won't need his signature. We'll put it that way. Okay. He goes back over to the box that you had, and he retrieves a small plastic like rectangle and it's only about an inch and a half long it has in the middle of it what looks like yeah I guess yeah an LED light which is a little rudimentary LED light and he brings it over to you I need you to leave this in his office he um he had a birthday recently, and this is my surprise gift for him. It's a bomb. <laughs> Some days you can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I hope he had a, a good birthday. Um, we'll make sure your present gets to him. Very well. Ta-ta. He hands the the rectangular small little piece uh for for imagining purposes it's about the size of a a flash drive it's about the dimensions of a flash drive and eight comes back over towards you all and starts ushering you out where's the rest of my gun eight he withdraws the slider he opens the door and tosses it down the hallway it's over there <laughs> 
fucking scum. <laughs> All right, let's just go. <laughs> One last thing, eight. How do we contact you guys when we're done? Is there a card or a phone number or something? You are asking eight this. And if you want to notice who it comes from, uh, I need you to roll it for me. But okay. there is this thunk that you hear behind you. Uh, and it looks like there is a card that is embedded in the door frame. It's so cool. And yeah. it is like a deck of cards, club card, but it is unnumbered. It just has the club symbol on it. No contact information on it? Very similar to the uh, card that you got at the station with just the wings. Cool. Yeah, I definitely wanted to check to see where it came from. Okay, yeah. Um, you you roll for uh, overcoming that, uh, that maneuver that person did. I guess they weren't being too stealthy about it. So I would like to use the wary of surroundings for one fate point. Okay. And because that adds how much? Plus two? Mm -hmm. So I would get plus four. Okay. Yeah, that is more than enough. You see that Jack has actually... It it looks like he's putting something back into his pocket. Uh, He is more or less positioned to be the only one who's done that. Um, however, he's not looking at you, and he turns right back around to the box. The box. That has What's stuff. in the box? Stuff. <laughs> Apparently rods. Uh, even though he's not looking, I still do a little finger wave and pluck the card. You do that wave, and he does like the over-the-shoulder like like that, like the the. I, I like the roll the of the fingers. Oh. Yeah, no, no, I was trying to put that into words. The, the like the the roll of the fingers, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of wave. The Cascade of fingers. Wonderful. Yeah. Ooh, nice, nice description. Good word, good word choice. Yeah, he cascades his fingers. So I'm, I guess I have this nice little plastic rectangle that I'm putting in my. Uh, pocket right next to the cell phone yeah yeah he's still got that phone (laughs) yep and I continue making my uh, way out the door alright you make your way out and he doesn't follow you out he makes sure that you pick up all your things and are headed out um However, once you are far enough down the hallway, he takes the cart in and closes the door behind him. We're still in the hallway and he's just left us? Mm-hmm. After I pick up the sliding part of my gun, I'm going to open the first door I am near. Okay, so you need to make your way back down towards that T-intersection. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that, um, you know what? Let me see. I'm going to roll to see what kind of emotion is going on behind that door. I'm sorry, you created the perfect room that I just had. I have to open at least one door. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, oh uh, yes, we just got done with the criminals. And... Okay. 
now to invade on people's happenings. Okay, so you go up to a door that you hear crying from behind. It's a lot softer than a lot of the other noises that you hear around you. You can still hear it through the door, though. And so you you said you want to open it, right? Yeah, without even looking back at my companions, um, I'm just going to walk forward, reach out to the closest door, turn the door handle, and see if it opens. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah, reaching it, out with my hand. I'm like, uh, uh. Mm. <laughs> it opens, and you see this small room. There's a woman who is sitting in a chair, and she's looking at a painting, and you can't tell exactly what that painting is. And she is sobbing, but it doesn't look like she's sad. She looks very happy. And the other person is this man who is clad in this cobalt blue jumpsuit head to toe and you can tell that there's this stream of soft energy just flowing off of this woman to the painting it looks like that the particulate of dust in the sunlight in a sunbeam, but moving in that direction towards the painting. Hey citizens, Kyle here. I'd like to take a minute to extend a personal thank you to a few of our Patreon folk. First, let me thank our, one of the cool kids, tier supporters, Jay, John, and Tyler. Y'all are the bee's knees. And then, how could we do what we do without our unusual impact supporters, Nate and Philip? You look pretty rad too, if I do say so myself. But even more astounding is our The Void Calls Back tier supporter, Violet Passion. Simply amazing. Thank you all so, so much. I can't describe how much it means to us that you all decided to back us. Now, in terms of what we do here on the Facades of Gods, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you haven't yet, please join our Discord to meet a lot of other cool, cool kids. Associated links in the show notes. For joining us tonight, we had. I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara. You can find me on Twitter and any other social media at Roll for Alex. Bianca Zelda playing Officer Jada Jacques. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much any social media as at Bianca Zelda. My name is Ethan Schaff. I play as Clarence Bertram, and you can find me anywhere that matters with the sign E.T.Shop. I'm Kyle, and you can find me on Twitter at LordKyleK. This has been a No Show Radio production.